0: Kid Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Kasamis and John Scheimer.
1: Hey guys. On uh, today's podcast, uh, we had the privilege of interviewing someone that neither of us had ever met uh, Alex, the Death Trader himself, uh, owner and proprietor of Death Trader Clothing. Uh, you can find him on Instagram. Um, they put out some pretty amazing, uh, amazing stuff you'll see in the podcast. We talk a lot about his artwork. Um, a lot about punk rock, a lot about the origins of the company, uh, the inspiration on where he comes up with his imagery. Um, it's it's pretty pretty wild stuff. Uh, it seems to push the envelope a little bit and, and kind of push the boundaries of what, you know, um, a punk rock brand could be, essentially. He's also the singer of a band called Lotion. Um, and uh, Lotion is another band that's, you know, heavily punk rock, electronic, covers a lot of different aspects it's pretty interesting music um so you guys can check that out on your own time it was a pleasure talking to him and uh, it was a pleasure meeting him um and so we also uh just a reminder we have our masks for sale uh and our t-shirts will be here hopefully within the next week uh just some lag time on that uh so go to uh get heavy for intro for the information there and then also you can subscribe to our patreon one dollar a month, uh, there's multiple tiers, <clears throat> gets you different, different, different stuff, but one dollar a month basically gets you bonus episodes, um, early access to the episodes, and a bunch more information. So, enjoy the episode. Thank you. Uh,
2: it's just that, that mentality of like of like of letting shit like that just fly. I miss it, personally. Right. Oh, dude. I miss the yeah. chaos of, uh, you know, I'm born and raised in the desert. So I miss, like, uh, throwing caution into the wind, you know?
0: Right. Well, everything's a little bit of calculated risk,
2: you know, where you don't want anyone to, like, die. I mean, it's not – yeah, exactly. You don't want anyone to die. You don't want people flying off into the rocks and shit like right. that. You
1: know? But, you know, shit, you know, in order to really have fun, man, you got to fucking – you got to break some eggs, right?
0: <laughs> so, right. Same thing with, like, like, gigs, you know, when you've got a ton of people squeezed into a basement that's, like, probably doesn't have enough fire exits and definitely is illegal, like – that's where the best shit happens. I'm like, same thing, yeah, 99 yeah. Out of times it's all good. Anyway, like occasionally, you know, fucked up shit happens. but so that's kind of like the risk we all take to like, get a little, you know, excitement in your life.
1: Oh yeah, dude. I mean, there's been many, many times where I've packed into a barn. You know, we, I remember I, we went and watched, uh, when tragedy first broke, um, you know, it was the big news, you know, when that shit happened. And, uh, they, had, they were supposed to play like, a really big, like, warehouse. You know what I mean? And it, it, it all fell through. The whole show fell through. So uh-huh. this fucking – this brave soldier of a child basically said, hey, I have this, like, weird shack in the back of my parents' house. They oh, can totally man. play in that. And, dude, I got there, and there was 500 people in a literal 12-by-12, 12 12, like, space. You know what I mean? Like – Yeah. And I'm saying, like, 50 people packed and – 500 in the house and in the streets, and it was I mean, I have never felt more like I mean it wasn't scary or anything, but I was like, Holy shit, man, this yeah. is dangerous. I mean, the walls were bowing from the shack, you could see it as they were playing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, Hell yeah. Damn. I miss I miss danger. I miss danger. Uh the most of it. I miss so, anything uh, right
0: now. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Price, yeah. Like, well, how is, like, is it how how are things in uh, New York City holding up? Uh, we talked with a friend of ours on here at the beginning of COVID, and he lives in Manhattan. Yeah. And he was just telling us about how everything's just pretty much on lockdown. That was
0: five months, five ago, months ago, Craig? Yeah. What's it like it's, now? It, now it's a little more open, like lots of bars. have like, And, uh, you know, you can do like um, – you know, a little bit of things right. so we're able to like in the service industry, being able to do a little bit of work, and I think starting today, actually they're doing like 25 percent indoor seating on like bars and oh. restaurants. Wow, so like, it's been a little bit returned to normal-ish like that. We don't even have that out here out yeah, here we're back anytime soon, you know
2: yeah, yeah, we're not allowed to be inside pretty much with anything for anyone
0: yeah. So, yeah.
2: You know, fucking, like, the big stores are, are allowed to be open. You
0: know, yeah. Know, I mean, even right. personally, I'm fine with the outdoor seating, but even, like, there's nowhere I need to go inside so bad, I'm going to, like, you know, no. wait and get, no. like, 20%. It's just it's, uh, unnecessary. It's well, all unnecessary when, like when, I... when the
1: cold comes, though, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's Everyone's far. going really fucking pissed.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's going to be, you know, a, a bizarre scene when it does – the cold heads and no one can really go out anywhere and be warm. So everyone's gonna be at home, going crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Um, have so uh, so you do Death Traders, Death Traders. Um, what would you describe Death Traders as? Like, do you, do you consider it a clothing line? Do you consider like what do you what do you consider it? Uh, because I feel like that a lot of these like you know little companies that like you do and few other people do are kind of more like helping. Push, like you know it's like it's like the modern day like movement pushers you know what i mean I'm, kind of like putting it is, putting our uh, design
0: a, out there Go ahead. it is an apparel and clothing line but it's like i guess the main difference is the, as opposed to like a lot of other brands that have got like a creative team and a you know whole crew of people doing shit like it's just me so yeah. it's like it's just the the given name of the clothing and apparel and wearable aspect of like my art right um, right so did, you know
2: did uh, a how did how did it get started like how did you start or are you did, did you go to school for design or anything like that or are you i mean like we're all punks and like i love punk shit and i've loved doing punk shit throughout life is this just like a punk shit that turned into this you know what i mean is it something like maybe you've kind of always done and then you found out an avenue of being able to give it to other people
0: well i my father uh is a is a painter he was a photographer when I grew up so I was always exposed to art even before getting into music so I kind of always had that background um and then as I got older you know punk was the thing for me that really like got me ex- really excited about just any sort of creative thing you know that I felt connected to on my own besides like liking going to museums and looking at shit and that was like that was the thing that really like talked to me so yeah. uh Pretty early on, you know, when I discovered like, you know, the fashion along with the music of punk, I, you know, decided like that was something I wanted to try—is, you know, making clothes and, and T-shirts and graphics and stuff for you know shirts that weren't necessarily bands, but just my own label. Right. Um, what were those you know, early
1: What were those early bands that you found? I mean, that really I'm, spoke to
0: you. I mean, stuff like you know Vivian Westwood and like literally Sex Pistols, like Sex Seditionary Shop. Um, you know, obviously, like, all the classic bands, you know, like, oh. Misfits, uh, Ramones, like, you know, all the way to all the UK 82 stuff, like, all that art in general influenced me, but I think the idea of, like, you know, having a label or having a shirt brand that is something a punk would want to wear that wasn't a band shirt, that also didn't just have a brand name stuck all over it or or whatever, you know, like, making it kind of like those weird skull shirts you just buy on st mark's place or buy in some like head shop or whatever that were branded it's like yeah this is just a badass shirt who knows yeah. like who made it you know and that was kind of like my guiding philosophy you know just making weird shirts that you know whatever it took a little were- bit of
1: digging a little bit of research to find you know like coming from that like zine culture that we came from or you know me and john at least you know back in the day it was like really had to dig, you know what I mean, in order to find a cool fucking something, you know, so yep. when I saw it, Shimer showed me your stuff uh, a little while ago, you know, and I, I just thought, like, first of all, this is, like, some weird, this is, like, it's almost, like, Maoist military fucking, you know, punk rock, like, weird shit that, you know, there's, like, such weird militaristic, like, elements about it, and then also, you know, the, the, the you know, peace and all that, all that, it, it, it seems, like, crass and all that stuff, but I love the fact that it's not, you know, ridder, riddled with logos, you know what I mean? And, and stuff like that. Like, a, you know, where you see like a lot of these bigger, what, like lurking class and a lot, they do some cool stuff, you know, but it's, it is an actual brand now, you know what I mean? Right. Whereas I love that, it, like, you keep it totally like, you're like, it's like the element of the message or just the imagery and it just speaks, you know?
0: Right. It's like, you know, especially in terms of like branding and stuff, like I, because I'm just the only person making everything. The branding is in the style in itself. So I don't need to splash the fucking branding giant in there, you know? Exactly, and that's, yeah. you know, like, sure. Sometimes like someone will look dope with like a giant Nike logo splash across them. But like, you know, a lot of times you just want to wear something cool. And like, you want to wear it, you don't want it to wear you. So unless it's like, you know, a band, you really want to rap or like something like that. Like I feel this is a giant mistake with like, so many brands and artists, even when the artwork is dope, is like, oh, this is a fucking sick sculpture or whatever, but then it says your fucking stupid brand name, Gino. Right, like, yeah. What, 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 yeah. Board, you know, like, let the yeah. person wear shirt, and like, you know, it should advertise on its own, like, if someone really, like, thinks it's dope, they can ask, or like, shit like that, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I, I think it's cool that, you know, breeding that culture that... You got to, you know, you got to be brave enough to walk up and be like, dude, what it, what is that? You know what I mean? Or, you know, obviously you can find it on the internet. But, you know, if you see someone walking to the street, like I've wore, I got that skull shirt recently. You know what I mean? And I've had like three people be like, dude, what is that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, I mean, I could go into it, but I, hey, stranger yeah, on yeah. the road. Like, I just yeah. tell them the name and find it on Instagram. You know what I mean? Now it's on them. You know, like, I love
0: right, Or Right. You know, people get so obsessed with like branding and and uh you know getting your name out there and yada 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 and it's like my philosophy has always been like just make something really fucking dope and like if you're stoked on it and you think it's the like something Mm -hmm. rad like people want cool shit you know and they'll they'll seek it out and they'll find you but spend your time making that thing and making it awesome and honing your skills not like marketing or like you know and That kind of like and the thing
2: thing is aging aging punks, which is like what I consider consider us. I don't know how old you necessarily are. I'm almost forty. Yeah, thirty Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all like hitting that point. Like we want to wear cool shit that doesn't require us wearing like putting on like our battle armor, our punk battle armor. You know what I mean? Like I wanna wear like a t-shirt that like I could buy um and this is me being old that yeah. like that like I want to wear around the house you know what i mean like like you know like you you know you're you're not going to wear your vest laying around the house but like this right, kind exactly. of cool stuff like that you make and that i really did you know i mean my favorite thing is i i bought the pow- uh the uh, extreme violence red shorts yeah. i bought those a long time a while back <laughs> and I wear them everywhere. I wear them everywhere. And everyone's always like, what's up with these shorts right here? And I'm like, dude, like I never thought that I would ever be into shorts. Yeah. But literally like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. Where yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like
0: a lot of people. Yeah. this thing that, like, Oh, these are the first shorts I've ever bought. You know? And that was kind of a, a cool little niche thing that I kind of discovered. I was like, yeah, like there's no one making like cool shorts that like some like, you know, rock or like, punk kid would want to wear when it's too fucking hot out to wear pants, you know? Like right. Yeah. And I don't want to wear like cut off denim, you know, that's not my vibe. You know, I'd rather wear just some weird, yeah, like almost martial arts like boxing yeah, inspired. They are they are like a like a fighting type
1: of, you know what I mean? Right. It's almost like a boxer like type. Actually mine came today. I was pretty stoked actually.
0: Hell yeah. But yeah, that was a weird that's a weird thing. Like yeah. maybe five, six into doing the brand, I had the idea to do it and there wasn't really any you know, when I was doing anything similar and it wound up being probably of everything, my most popular item, you know, like yeah. people, you know, always are asking about when's the new shorts coming out? Like, and, yeah. uh, you know, that was just kind of a, a happy accident of something that's like been really cool, you know?
2: That's rad. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah. It's definitely like. It's... Shimer, we're losing you. Oh. Promotion company. We been
1: around we, oh shimer we're losing you
0: yeah
2: first year oh and the uh, 31st year and uh we're He's gonna start about num school. He
1: were, he, i don't think we, they heard you did you hear him i didn't i didn't hear him
0: no no you cut Are out you losing me? Yeah, yeah
1: i'm losing you we're losing you oh. um anyway but he was saying that he he works for uh-huh. num school which is a big promotion company you know it's it, all punk rock and you know what I mean? They've 30, what, 30 years you said, John? Now, no. Oh, oh, well. No. Out, fucking quitter.
0: Yeah, no,
2: I'm <laughs> switching, I'm switching Wi-Fis.
0: Switching Wi-Fis.
1: Bad.
2: Anyway, yeah. I'm switching Wi-Fis. It, I mean, it's, it's always like,
1: I, I, anyway, I dig the shit, man. That's, you know, that's what spawned me reaching out. You know what I mean? the Shimer's been telling me about it for a long time and I looked at it and, you know, I liked the stuff and all that. And then, uh, I figured, fuck it, throw a shot in the dark, see what happens, you know what I mean? No, but
2: uh, what I was saying, though, is, like, we have this punk, we have this punk company, we have this punk promotion company. There's only a few of us that work there. We put on shows. It's very DIY, very fucking, like, we have, we get offered to be bought out all the time. Like, Live Nation tries to buy us, all these things try to buy us. We're like, nope, fuck no. We've, I've always wanted to do, like, limited clothing stuff, and I'm gonna make shorts because you made shorts. And I was like, these are the greatest shorts ever,
0: and we we just need more punk shorts in the world. Hell yeah! You know, so I think yeah, I've got some homies who've got some like yeah, crazy like discharge and like sex pistols, like weird embroidered shorts that got from who knows where, but yeah, doing some shit. There's yeah, a yeah. the new slogan:
1: Make shorts punk again.
0: You know I mean? There you go. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, it's, you're gonna need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right.
2: So, so the real way that I discovered your company though is actually through your band. Mm-hmm. lotion um i don't know how i discovered it it must have been it must have been like on like some like someone might have shared it like from like from like spotify or something like that but i checked it out and it was like it was i mean like i did not even know what to do with it the first time i heard it i was like this is this is the most punk thing ever because i have no idea what the fuck is going on yeah. you know what oh, I mean? yeah. I mean like like i feel like that's like what like you know people back in the day would feel when they would hear punk for the first time of just like what the fuck is this and you're like i was like oh my god this is fucking amazing like have you always been inspired of like that type of music has that always been like like how did you get into that kind of music is that your first band have you done bands before
0: um so i've been in you know a handful of bands before this nothing like um particularly of note but you know, like I was, you know, a hardcore, like mohawked punk kid, like as a teenager and then, you know, getting older and just getting into all kinds of punk, you know, I got a lot into, you know, post punk and then electronic and shit like that. So, uh, before the, this before lotion, I had a, um, kind of more like, a uh, synth pop, uh, kind of bands. Uh, and then when I met Ty the guitarist, uh, you know, and I found out that he also was kind of into like electronic shit. We were like, well, let's try some, you know, punk techno shit. And uh, it kind of just, you know, grew from there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's you know,
1: definitely, I can't, it definitely, it definitely, like, when I first heard it, I was like, it, I I feel an Atari Teenage Riot vibe. You know what I mean? There's, there's definitely like some punk rock shit going on here. You know what I mean? It's kind of right.
0: awesome though, you know? Like, totally like ignorant to like, and still pretty much are like, as far as like, production and like using like you know logic and like you know all this other shit like we do everything ourselves but like mm-hmm. i think because like we're so amateurish it still kind of keeps that like ignorant punk ridiculousness that like is part of the charm of it you know mm-hmm. if we were like producers it probably would sound different
1: right 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 well no, it wouldn't be that... the same i mean you know it just wouldn't be the same because it's so raw and gnarly you know what i mean it has like a just and everything's like a raw frequency and a nasty fucking sound to it. You know what I mean? It's
0: Yeah. And it's just, it's so fun. And like, I think one of the reasons we've been able to like, you know, do so well and continue to be a band and continue to be so creative is because it's so fun. And like, every time we do it, it's just like, well, what the hell can we like figure out or mess with or discover now? You know, it's always just like, really. It's it's like, like, um,
2: is it like every show? Like, I mean, like the songs probably changed. Like, every show because you're able to kind of do that in that realm, I would think.
0: Like yeah Yeah, go ahead. Our drummer's got uh live triggers on like the snare and the kick drum and then he's got a sampler pad also. So he's been able for every song he can, you know, sample and trigger all the fucking electronics we do and kinda just yeah (laughs) shit.
2: That's awesome. Do you do you do one of those bands that kind of like when you guys play because uh, like i tour with bands that's another thing i do for like in the real world for or a living mm-hmm. um do, do, i mean i would imagine like if you were to go on tour with the band uh in 2020 there's not much that sounds like that but like i just picture like going like you going places and playing and people just going like holy shit that was awesome you know what I mean? Like, do you get a lot of a lot of that because it's it's on that cusp? You know what I mean? It's one of those things where I feel like it's just ahead of its time.
0: And, and we definitely, you know, I've been flattered to hear a lot of people, yeah, like come up to me after sets and be like, you know, I heard the record and liked it, or I heard you guys were cool and like that was like, ne-, you know, insane, and next level, or whatever. Yeah. Particularly uh, when we played like the West Coast for the first time, uh, you know, there were fucking teenagers there, like like, lotion patches, like, going crazy and shit, and, like, yeah. you yeah. know, that's exciting thing, is to see, like, younger kids, like, stoked and shit, but, uh... Yeah.
1: Well, and it's crazy with heard- the younger kids, too, because they, they're, you know, we've talked about this a bunch, you know, genres are fucking dead. It's done. You right. know what I mean? So, you have the ability to capture the same kids that are listening to, like, that ghost main band or horror and all these, right. like, weird hip-hop elements weaved in. You know what I mean? So... It's a, it, I've been tripping out realizing like how out of touch I am, you know what I mean? It, Shimer usually kind of lets me know what's going on, but when I see bands like that, you're like, you're like, dude, this is the new punk. I mean, this is the music Absolutely. that no one understands, no one fucking gets it except for the kids and they get it. And it doesn't matter if you do because you're fucking old. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I listen,
0: punk, particularly hardcore punk and the stuff that we grew up like with, there's a tribalness to it and there's like, mm. there's specific you know thing that goes along with that that like we understand you know as like you know punks right but the problem is that it gets so obsessed with its own history and gets so scared of all the other shit that it kind of at some point like becomes redundant you know and it's like i love fucking ripping db and all the other shit but like at some point that's just like oldies you know if you can't like update
2: you want to you want to move forward yeah. You want right. to keep like you don't, you know, like you don't ever want to be like, oh well music hasn't been good for like ten years.
0: Right, that's your fault. You it's know? like music is yeah, always yeah.
2: good. Music is always happening, and there's always gonna be a thing. You're you're just not keeping up on it. You're too- and like this
0: got into like, you know, real punk bands, because like I saw Rancid on MTV and I looked at their like subhumans and casualty stickers and like you know discovered like the world of punk and shit yeah and i think like it's and and the, and when i was a kid in the 90s punk was fucking gigantic because of rancid because of green day there was like a trickle down effect where like there were crusties and fucking raw punks and like real punks everywhere and i think it's like if you want like this tradition to continue there needs to be like real bands that are like hitting teens that are hitting you know bigger audiences that still are gonna wear like doom shirts and fucking you know blitz patches or whatever and like keep these like underground you know things alive otherwise i'm so niche it's just like cosplay
2: it becomes a it becomes a parody (laughs) of itself (laughs) punk is cosplay 90s punk is i mean it's true though it is true because it's like you you know the you're just like i said the, the the kids will always know and right. the, the thing the thing to realize is that the kids will always stay the same age. You're just getting older. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and I th-
0: yeah. with the internet and like globalization, like this idea of like <laughs> genres becomes it's gone. Almost you know. And it's some kids might, might be playing electro hip-hop punk noise, and maybe they know all the cool bands, maybe they don't know anything and they're just vibing. But like, mm-hmm. there's always going to be something that like we don't get that like the next generation is doing, and that's okay. Yeah, exactly. That's the way it should be.
2: You know, but, I want to, I want to not understand. I want there to be a thing of like, oh shit, like, okay, the flag has been taken, mm-hmm. the torch has been passed.
1: It may not be going in the direction I thought, but fucking
2: so what? Neither did Punk. You know what I mean? I mean, well, I think, I think when you're a, when you're when you're a kid. When you're a kid though, and like a kid punk, all you think about is what's happening right now is gonna happen forever. Oh yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And then three years go by, three years go by and you're like, fuck. Everyone's but, yeah. you know,
0: I think that the music we make, you know, is like exciting for me cause we're like using these different elements. And I think hopefully it resonates with, you know, people of different genres and ages and shit, but even still like there's bands I've heard that are on TikTok that are like combining like 50 different elements, you know, that right. are just like, you know, make us look fucking traditional or like, you know, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Like yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's great. That? I've been telling my, you know, my, my daughter, I have two, I have two, I have three kids. Shimer has three kids or two kids. And, it's um, not. Anyway, but, um, uh my kid I you know I'm constantly shocked at like the music that they listen to on YouTube like and you're like dude okay this sounds like it sounds like Nirvana and it sounds like Heart and it also sounds like a terrible YouTube yeah. song and it also fucking sound and you're like at the same time and then it has five billion views and you're like oh yeah. okay <laughs> so I'm an idiot you know what I mean, like, you know, you're like, what the fuck? And then I caught my daughter. I walked in and she's listening to Duran Duran yesterday. I'm like,
0: what? when did that happen? You know what I mean? You can never tell, like, what it is. I mean, it's so funny, like, with punk so much, it was supposed to be, like, kill rock stars or whatever. But, like, it wound up being, like, you know, ex- worshiping our own rock stars. Yeah. But then, like, for generation, it's like, people like like, who the fuck? Yeah, who the fuck is Kurt Cobain? Like, who yeah. the fuck is Nirvana? I don't know. I found this, like weird 80s song or like
1: i like this band well, like whatever that's weird yeah. man it's it's a trip I, I just i love it you know and i we got friends i don't know what the i mean i'm sure there's all pockets out there but you know i mean traditionally oxnard ventura has a very extensive punk rock history with nardcore <laughs> and all that and we're very synced in with what's you know what i mean we're very good friends with all these people and we've been playing music together you know what i mean that's where we're from we're from ventura and oxnard or well shimer is from the desert yeah um anyway but you know it, you see a lot of pushback for shit like that here because they just don't get it and they it's not their job to get it or whatever but you know the, the shows are starting to come back like after um i always say that trump you know bad politics makes good music you know so shows are starting to be massive and you were starting to yeah. see hundreds of kids at 15 16 years old coming out to punk rock shows again you know what i mean and all that stuff but it, i mean is it but then you see punkers surprised by it and they don't know what's going on in the world, you know, but is there a vibe of like people that believe the same shit as you out there? Or is it very still like New York fucking hardcore? That's it.
0: No, I mean, you know, New York is so big and diverse that like, I can't even speak to like what else is going on. But like, as far as like what I do, like, you know, that was kind of like what reinvigorated me, like moved to New York and was kind of like, you know, early two thousands, there wasn't much like you know, cool shit happening. It Was like the you know the fallout of like the street punk nineties, and then all of a sudden, these kids that were like a couple years younger than me started bands like Crazy Spirit and Dawn of Humans and Perdition, and I was like, oh my god, this is like the coolest modern music I've ever heard. Yeah. And uh, you know, we you know became you know friends quickly, and then you know just that whole toxic state scene, kind of you know. I think we all kind of came up together, you know, them using me, like, visually and, you know, starting lotion a little bit uh, later than doing the artwork and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel there's both that, you know, immediate community of, like, my peers that are, like, all on the same page and then, you know, getting older and seeing the younger, you know, groups come in and now there's, like, a younger group of, like, you know, crustier, like, Queer anarchist kids that are just like super awesome and like engaged in politics and like doing shit and like you know we all get along well and there's like even younger Gen Z kids that are into like gabber techno hardcore whatever that like yeah you yeah, know about but, like they seem dope and like you know hopefully like you know we can like get to know each other yeah it's like it's like now now you could go
2: to a show <laughs> you could go to a show and see someone see a band and you've heard Mm -hmm. this band you're like oh it's gonna be the craziest thing ever and it's it's like watching a hardcore version of suicide where it's just two people up on stage and it's like and you're like holy shit where is all this noise coming from and these people are fucking going bonkers and they're making everybody including myself uncomfortable Mm -hmm. yeah yes you know what i mean like that's what i was like i'm like yo make me uncomfortable like
0: it's just nice like getting to the point where like you know you're not so like oh like i like D beat or i like crust yeah. or i like you know hardcore or whatever it's just like i don't know i like it all like if your band's cool or weird like i'm open for it like yeah let's get it let's make it weird or like let's whatever yeah let's exactly i think like you know anyone that, unless you're so like self-conscious about yourself as a punk or something you're just like be cool be open we all like everything from like ABBA to motorhead to fucking disco to hip hop and whatever. Like, you know, it's all like, there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with liking it. I was, uh, I I was
2: on tour like a year and a half ago and I I made it to Philly and I had a day off there. And my favorite night of that tour was we went to this, this gay disco and they had an ABBA night. And I mean, I danced, (laughs) I danced for hours on end and it was amazing. No I mean
0: rules. it's more, more like a punk that only likes punk, you know, like oh God, it's like it's so much like you know we all obviously like have a very special place in our heart for, it, but like there's just so much more to music oh, and yeah. like you know it's like art. meeting
1: the same it's like meeting an all in democrat or an all in republican, you're like, oh okay,
0: Good
2: well it was for you funny. dumb
1: dumb i hung out i hung out with
2: uh I hung out with an old friend this weekend. And they have like, uh, they have Volkswagen buses and stuff like that. And I jumped in the car with them to like go for a cruise up the coast. And they're like, Oh, John, you DJ, you know, you're the music guy. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, what's everyone been listening to lately? I'm like, what are you guys all listening to right now? You know, these are all old friends from back in the day. And they're like, pretty much just like nineties punk. And I'm just like, Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Like, what am I supposed to do with the, like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to take people on journeys when they say like, because like, I'm constantly looking for music. You know, like
0: I as want soon to as soon as a lotion shit. song
1: comes on, they're gonna be like,
2: oh, uh, yeah. um,
0: uh, i yeah. Uh, the other guys in my band, which all three of them are like an encyclopedia of music. Like, you know, on, on I would say on most genres, like would outshine me in like knowledge of everything. Uh, and like, but still, if like, you know, either of them are controlling, like, the like radio, it's either going to be like Blink-182, or like (laughs) Italian disco, or like maybe new metal, or like, you know, weird pop, like Britney's, you know, like Taylor Swift, or like J-pop, like, you know, people like weird shit.
1: Yeah. For a long time, we came out to, uh, my old band came out to an MIA song. Like every yeah. single time dude like for years we did that you know or whatever it was, you know we've all we we grew up like the my old band we all we all worked in the same record store together so it was like and then shimer too has always been just a abusive yeah you know, audiophile but you know, shimer was with us you know 90 percent of the time when we tour and play but uh yeah it was always like dude what can you find that just fucking hits the hits the mood at that point you know what i mean And for us it was my, an uh, song coming out you know
0: the drummer of my band is also, like, a lifelong, like, record store guy, and, like, this the amount of, like, musical knowledge that, like, yeah, like, people who work in record stores require is, like, yeah. insane. Yeah. He, the- yeah used told- to.
1: Now, now it's not, it's not at all. You know what I mean? Now, they Google. I went in the other day and asked about something, and they were like, oh, let me Google it. I'm like, you dickhead, <laughs> you're a fucking <laughs> failure. <That's- laughs> we should burn this place to the ground. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Some uh, guy tried to trip me up with a traveling Wheelberries question and I was like, It's a traveling Wheelberries, dude. And he's like, How'd you know that? I'm like, cause the fuck off. Cause fuck off. Yeah, like, yeah. You know I mean? yeah
2: geez, how dare you, yo, sir? Don't fucking do that shit to me. Don't do that shit to me. <laughs> so um uh uh you guys recently played a show with uh, Strike Anywhere. Yeah, in Jersey. How how was that? Um Strike Anywhere dear dear friends of mine. Um, I've traveled with them. I've toured with them. Um, me and Eric were totally dorking out about lotion playing with Strike Anywhere. I was with them on that tour in December.
0: Oh um, shit! So- like,
2: I was like, and I was like, dude, you got lotion coming? I'm like, I'm gonna fly out just for that <laughs> fucking show. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, almost, I was almost there, but then life was not having it. But uh, like, I mean, it, was,
0: the- it, it was interesting because, yeah, they yeah, had asked us to play, and it actually has to do a couple shows, which we couldn't do for scheduling. We did the one show, and, like, I mean, I remember going to see Strike Anywhere when I was, like, 15 years old, you know? So, like, that was, like, pretty, like, you know, was huge, like, you know, flattering for me to, like, have them, like, like we're into your band, come play. Um, but the venue was big, and right. I will say, like, I you know, I think that the average uh, Strike Anywhere fan is like, not... What the fuck? Yeah, i so they
1: were like, guys in, in a VW bus traveling up the
0: coast. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> a from my perspective, it felt like a little bit of like crickets, you know, at the end of right. the set. Yeah, that's bit. fine, like, though. That's good, though. <laughs> right. But, uh, there's a couple of people that were super stoked, you know, I had a couple like, you know, see some Instagram tags so of like, I just saw this crazy band, what the fuck? Like, so yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That was it. Like, uh, I don't think we won them over per se. Right, right, right. <laughs> Do you guys, do you guys find that
2: like, like lotion? Cause lotion is a very unique band. There's not really like, you know, I would say it's one of those genres where there's just so many band like there's a couple bands in big cities. You know what I mean? Like there's not really like a scene of that where it's like, Oh, you could go to like three different noise shows in a week. You know what I mean? Like, do you, like, do you guys find that you guys are playing lots of shows like that where the bands are just completely different from you guys? and
0: Yeah. I'm
1: sure you guys gotta be the odd man out most of the time,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, a lot a lot of times, like, the, the connection is more, like, yeah. personal, you know, especially in New York. It's like, we're playing with our friends' yeah. bands, not to say bands that like us. But, like, as long as, like, if we're headlining and, like, people are coming out to see us, then, like, people know what's coming and, like, it goes great. But, like, a handful of times when, like, we've been the opener to see something else, like, usually it's like, you know, a little bit yeah. confusing for people or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know yeah. what, though? I find, like, I used to find, because my old band was kind of in the middle of a lot of different genres, and I used to find pretty, pretty good solace being, like, that weird act that, like, doesn't fit. I used to love it, dude. It was a challenge. You'd want to perform, and they'll, you know, you'd pull that shit off, and they'll never fucking forget you, you know what I mean, Even, whether they didn't like it or I, liked it, you know what I mean?
0: like, you know, especially, like, most, like, modern, like, punk festivals we're playing, like, we're friends with half the bands playing there, you know, we're not, right. like, even if we're musically a little bit off, like, everyone, you know, we're playing for friends and stuff, so, like, that's not usually much of an issue, you know, I think in our early days, uh, there was definitely a bit of, like, you know, people confused the first 10 minutes and then, like, getting one over, Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. but now, yeah, thankfully, like, even though we're, like, yeah, definitely, like, the more like otter you know band out like for the most part it's been it's been chill you know but it's just like yeah something like sh- like strike anywhere where it's like obviously like you could appreciate both bands easily right. They're core, the core fan of a uh, base of like melodic mm-hmm. hardcore mm-hmm. isn't necessarily like you know looking at yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're, going, they're, going, they're, like, trying to count it and shit like that, just yeah. going, like, what the fuck is going on? I or, fucking... like, you know, like, kind of, like, half-seriously, like, <laughs> tried, like, you know, pitching to tour with, like, you know, uh, Rammstein or, like, Ministry or shit like that, you know? like
2: I've, Okay, I was actually telling Craig this. So, like, I have uh, I have weird circles of friends, let's just say that. Um, I actually showed your shit to Al Jorgensen, at a party at a, a fr- my friend's house when oh, I, no. I was like, Al. I was like, ow you need to check out this fucking band. And we put it on and like, you know, I was just like trying to just get him to because like, I just wanted to like show him something. So I was like, oh my yeah. God, this fucking is like so amazing. And it made me think of it. And I was like, I can't wait to show him this. And I showed it to him and he dug it.
0: Hell yeah.
2: <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like, I just remember him looking at me and going, approved. And I was just like I was like, Fuck, yeah, I was like, I just showed Al jorgensen something, you know what I mean like, and uh, but yeah dude, like it's it's cool man i like I like different, and I appreciate different, so
0: thank yeah, you. it's fun, you know, like there's nothing more exciting than like listening to some music, and all of a sudden you're like surprised or shocked or whatever, like mm-hmm. you any genre, you know, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, um uh how long have you guys been a band for? How long has Lotion been a band for?
0: Um, I think we put the first tape out like 2013-ish. Okay. Um, so it started off just being a bedroom project with the guitarist and I. And then after the first demo, we enlisted our friends, uh, Corey, who used to play in the band Lost Tribe from Richmond. Okay. Yeah. He had just moved up to New York, so we enlisted him for uh, bass. And he's been with us ever since. And then, initially, we had Emil, who played in uh, Dawn of Humans. Uh, he played drums for us for a minute. And then, once he got a little too busy with other stuff, uh, we've had Ryan from Warthog. has been with us for the past three, four years, at least.
1: Okay. Fucking hardcore. You guys are veterans, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Five years I, under your belt. You're vested now. <laughs> yeah. It's been pretty amazing, you know? <laughs> I haven't really, like, been pretty surprised that it's been able to, like, last this long. But... I've just never been in a band full of just people that like it's easy, you know. Right, like, right. It's band,
1: important. It's important, dude. When you get into a band that's easy to operate in, you know what I mean? It's uh, you know I've been in a couple bands where it's like you got members that are just nightmares. It
0: yeah, it's the plan is important, and the musician and the writing is an element, but so is like the personality and how do you get along and what's everyone's attitude and shit. It's ninety
1: percent of it. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that, Especially- it, that goes towards the longevity for sure, you know?
2: What'd you do? What'd you do? Did you spill something? I saw you like give a fuck look over to your left.
0: Oh, no. I was just looking to see if I had any more joint stuff. I had to roll a fresh one.
2: <laughs> oh, you're like, all right. All right word, word, word. <laughs> fresh it up. I feel that. Actually, I'm going to go get my bong, actually. I had to switch
0: rooms because my roommates came
2: home at
0: one point. So. But uh, I feel, you know, pretty fucking blessed in that, like, you know, having so many friends and bands and hearing all their crazy stories about getting in fights or people just being ridiculous on tour. Oh, yeah. And, you know, certainly we all have our moments, but for the most part, you know, I've been, you know, to to Japan, to Europe, to, you know, Mexico, West Coast, Canada, like all over with these guys. And like, it's all just fucking, you know, good times and, and pretty, yeah. pretty easy. Now I wanted to
1: ask, like, when you start to design something, uh, you know, like for whether it's death traders or just for you know whatever for art, like, does it start with drawing? Does it start with computer? Or is it? I mean, how do how do you usually approach? Because I've seen like a lot of obviously there's a lot of Japanese writing and stuff in there, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I mean, do you do you pull? Like, is there an image you pull from that you think is a cool layout or something? Or how do you approach stuff like
0: that? And the process is always kind of different depending on like you know what it is and what's in my head. But a lot of times, you know, I'll I'll be I'll mock something up, you know, on the computer with my reference, either sketches or drawings or whatever. And then, you know, I'll kind of grid it out and do a sketch and then maybe scan that sketch and lay out some type over it. So there's a lot of back and forth between wow, old drawing and then digital, you know, editing if I need to. But at this point, unless the image is like purely created on the computer i try to like have a fine i try not to like have a corrected digital piece like the you know finish sure. your drawing and that or whatever
1: but where does it start i mean what is it like what is it about your aesthetic style like what what grabs your attention in order for you to create you know what i mean
0: i mean sometimes it's just like pulling it out of the ether you know or mm-hmm. a lot of it's you know doodling is so important you know yeah like,
1: you draw a lot to sketch
0: yeah, let let your mind go, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's that, or there's, like, you know, I have a, I'm always look looking and ingesting all the time, you know, like, at any point, like, either if I'm, like, you know, looking shit online or walking around and I take a photo of something, like, I'm always taking visual logs of things that excite me. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes, you know, inspiration comes from just clicking <sighs> file of shit and be like, oh, I love, like, the way this, you know, arrow goes through this head. Like, let me, you know, be influenced by that basic layout mm-hmm. or design from that. Or sometimes the concept is more about like a topic, like, Oh, I want to do something about like COVID or like the virus or, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. And think about ways to do that. But yeah, it's like, can always be uh, like kind of from a bunch of different parts of the brain really about where both the the concept comes from and even how it gets developed. Cause sometimes i've got it in my head and it's just like getting it out there and sometimes i've got a real loose idea and i'm kind of pushing it around until something happens and sometimes it winds up being even different than what i thought or what it's yeah
1: yeah i mean that's that's cool man because i I mean that's kind of how i i'm not a visual artist whatsoever i can't draw to save my life but you know when i write riffs dude i i literally i have to sit down and I go into a trance, and I just write, and I record, and then eventually maybe I'll get back to it, or something will spark it, right. and something pushes that along, you know what I mean? And I've had to, I've had to beat songs out of myself, and I've had them just right. literally in the middle of the night. You wake up, you're like, fuck, dude. you, know what you mean? Yeah. Like, I'll run out of bed and grab a guitar, <laughs> and my wife's like, you got to be shitting me. I'm like, calm down, yeah. hold on, everybody.
0: You know. But even like to use like, like riff writing as like a metaphor, like sometimes it comes from hours of jamming, Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're humming to yourself and you just gotta mm-hmm. like get it mm-hmm. out there. And sometimes you're listening to something, and you're like, whoa, that fucking that mm-hmm. shook me. Let me I wanna take that thing and mm-hmm. rework it to make it my own using the mm-hmm. same principles that make that sick, you know? Yeah. yeah. I've think, been
1: I've been secretly ripping off I hate god
0: rips my whole entire career. So it's like <laughs> it's perfect. Well, you know, there's that one quote from whoever the fuck said it, like, you know good art good artists borrow great artists steal right donald trump donald trump said that that's good yeah (laughs) but it's not actually stealing i think what that really means is that you can take some thing that moves you be able to process it through yourself still use that principle of what excites you but make it your own and you're not even like and and at the end of the day people don't even know that you're doing that that's just what human that's the difference is.
1: if you're good at it if you're good at it people don't know, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. if you're bad at it you're you're the fucking ripoff banksy artist right right whatever you know
0: but are bad you know and that's like you know the same way like how like think look about think about how much like amoebics took from killing joke you know those right. drums cars but they just took this like you know Weird part that, like, if you know, you can clearly hear, but they made it their own so much that mm-hmm. you can't say they're a Killing Joke rip up band, rip off yeah. band, amoebics, You know, like, yeah, you know, shit. like the like, way that fucking Ramones. You know, Joey Ramone wanted to be like the Beatles or like doop and shit like yeah. that. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Now, do you actually put out <laughs> music as well, or do you, um, or is it just the your own music and and the uh, clothing and stuff?
0: Yeah, I I used to have like a small like label distro I did like when I first started out but at this point I just like don't have you know time that's to do it that. that just sounds, that just sounds uh, like a lot yeah. yeah and that's like you know other people I know that have a passion is like doing that that's like let right someone now. else oh, do well, it
2: better
0: you do
2: it <laughs> I'll do this you do that yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. so it's like I've self released like some of the lotion stuff and some other music projects I've done but uh, for the most part like lotion puts everything out on toxic state records. Um, and, uh, you know, there's like some other labels that like we work with, but then, yeah, because I already have the website set up. I do distro like some music shit that either I or friends make.
2: Cool. Cool. So, um, one thing that I wanted to talk about was, uh, your, uh, your dedication to charity and that is very punk. I mean, like, you know, that's, it's a very punk thing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, is it a point? Uh, I mean, is it a point to do, do? Do you do like, do you just do certain releases where you dedicate to charity? Or what, like, how do you pick what you uh, donate to? Is it stuff
0: you're close to,
2: stuff you care about?
0: Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, particularly since like the branding is so much based on like political awareness and all this other shit, it's like, I want to put my money where my mouth is and actually right. like give back, you know? Not to mention like, particularly in like these times and everything, it's like, you know, I think there's a duty on every, you know, middle-class, like, white person to kind of, you know, set aside some amount of their income to give back to things that are important, you know? um, So, yeah, I kind of, you know, just basic. What I've been doing now is I've been taking older stuff that people have been asking to re-release, stuff that I usually wouldn't, you know, do. So I'll do a one-time re-release. I'll give, like, you know, a portion of the, you know, uh, proceeds to, like, something that's, like, you know, important, and that way, like, everybody wins, you know? Right,
2: right. Uh, what are a few of the things that you've uh, donated to up to this point? Um, if, you know, if you want to talk about it, or if you want to just say, hey, I've donated to what
0: I want to fucking donate. Uh, we've done Bronx bailout. We've done COVID bailout. Uh, we've done Rethink Food. You know, I, I like to do uh, mostly stuff centered around, you know, restorative justice and, like, homelessness and... Yeah shit like that, you know? But uh I think, you know, the actual obviously there's like a, a ton of great shit out there that uh, you know, you can hit, but I think it's, you know, most importantly it's like if you can afford to like, you know, give back some way consistently, then like that's, you know, something that like I think you should like kind of build into your business model or whatever. Well it's uh,
1: important to um find something that you know the money's gonna be used correctly. You know what I mean? So that's I find that yeah. a lot of like the smaller you know what I mean? Charities that are you know really locally, you know what I mean, are going to be better. You know what I mean? Essentially, you know, as long as you
0: that, can't find some. You know, for sure, there's like all these like I mean, I think what do think? Even like Red Cross is like a scam now, or like oh, no, it's way? like
1: it's like one like, percent of the fucking money that gets sent. You know what I mean? Right. You know.
0: Yeah, I think if you can put the you know, or I know one that
1: uh. I I'm, could be completely <laughs> wrong on that,
0: by the way, guys. No, but <laughs> on the one percent part. Bigger, bigger <laughs> <of> the bigger organization, the <laughs> sketchier it is. Yeah. Um, we'll I mean, you for, see it. yeah, right. There's one called Glitz that we gave to, which is just like giving it a, it like a community, you know, gay, lesbian, and transgender like house for like you know people of color, like locally, we were able to like buy a fucking house in in Brooklyn to have like a safe space for like you know kids and shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah I think mm-hmm. like particularly like you have smaller community stuff you can give to, you can actually like see that, you know. And the thing
2: get, is, like, like people, yeah. like, like don't like we need people to donate to these things. You know what I mean? These things aren't going to exist without donations. So commendable, commendable of yeah. you. You
0: know, yeah, you, I to, even oh. with the issue of like, Oh, should I even be posting about this? Is this just like somehow like doing some like branding off of shit, but like, right. and someone could, you know, easily have that perspective. But for me, it's like a, like, you know, I want to post my receipt to be transparent. If I say I'm going to like give to something, yeah, they'll like, be able to prove it. And also like, I don't know, like, if, if I'm a brand that people think is cool, I want to make this cool. You know, like I want I think this should be like the standard for like every like business that can like afford it to like, you know, do some sort of thing. And it's like, shit, it's no sweat off me. Like I'm just like doing some extra project I wouldn't have done. And like, you know, yeah, pay me forward or what, or well, it's cool to think
2: that like people, people in the future would be like, you know what? Like, what do I want to donate to? Oh, do you know what? i saw death trader i remember death traders donated to some shit let me go look on their thing and they'll donate you know what i mean and then that's that's on you you know what i mean like because you put it out there it's like you said it's making it cool to want to donate and help out and it's yeah it's also very punk which is how we all roll you know yeah hell yeah High tide raise all ships,
1: you know what I mean? Everyone's – how do you deal with – um? how do you feel about, like, the extreme PC culture that's going on, like, right now? Do you have a problem with any of that? I mean, obviously, we're, we're all pro-lesbian, gay, trans, all you know, not fucking anti-racist, all that stuff. Those things are basic. But how do you deal with, like, how is the PC culture in New York? Does it get a little much or – you know, because you see what happens here in L.A. and stuff, and it's, you know, they're all – everyone's, you know, trying their best, you know, but then behind doors, you see what's really going on. You're like, oh, I don't
0: know. I think I had more of a problem with that being a little bit younger because, you know, I think there's an inherent classism that comes with being, like, accusatory, you know, PC, because, like, you know, listen, like, when when I grew up, I wouldn't say that things were, like, particularly fucked up, but, like, compared to now, like, people were definitely, like, sexist and homophobic and, like, oh, yeah. low key racist, fuck, you know, and, like, a lot of people, you know, including myself that like, you know, you just have to grow. Like, you know, I used to drop the F-bomb when I was a kid, like it was nothing. And then at some oh, point yeah. I was, you know what, like, this is only hurting people that I don't want to hurt. Like, this isn't, you know, it's only offending people I don't want to offend. Like, oh, so, um, and I think that uh, that kind of, you know, the unproductive p- part of PC, at least in New York, that I was exposed to those people kind of matured as well. Where we all came to like this, like middle ground, where it's like, yes, like the the street punks were dickheads, and yes, the PC punks were like overly, a little, you know, bit.
1: yeah,
0: like overly policing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, gotta... you know, I, uh, at this point, thankfully, I'm at a point where you know I don't I don't feel like you know particularly like uh, under the gun or stressed about that, but I think also. People would people would view me, I think, more on the side of PC than not, you know. Right. Not in the sense like I'm like out calling out anyone or anything, but like you know, I respect people's pronouns and you yeah. know. All that yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh, or even you know, particularly like so. Uh, I had I don't know if you saw the post I made about the Japanese characters. Actually,
2: yeah, yeah. That this was something no, that no. I, was, I was this is actually something I was I was going to bring up to you, um, and this so, kind of ties in with
0: this. In, that I regret not explaining during that is that this wasn't some like random person that like emailed me some PC warrior or something that like said they were going to like boycott me or whatever, or call me out. This was an old friend of mine of Asian descent who like texted me and was like, Hey bro, like just wanted to like say like, I feel like you've been like appropriating Asian, you know, characters for a minute and I've been, felt a little weird about it and then particularly with this last rolling papers box that's, like, using black and uh, red and gold Chinese New Year's colors, this, like, seems to be a little bit too far for me. And I was like, you know what? Like, you know, or I said, like, do you think so? Like, you know, I've, you know, changed it. I make my own letters out of it, inspired by that. But, like, you know, I want to, like, not try and, like, fucking appropriate in a fucked up way anything. Like, let's talk about it. And we had a conversation, you know, yeah. and he listened, like I understand it comes from respect, but like from my perspective, there's a real history of white artists capitalizing on non-white artists' art as, and with, while they're still, you know, second class citizens or having their own issues, getting their art recognized. And I just think that you've, you know, in my opinion, it's like time to move on. And I was like, you know what, I hear you. It's not a problem for me to like switch it up.
1: Yeah. You know? Now, what was the thing with the colors, though? Was that the biggest
2: part? <laughs> well, because it's the, it's the Chinese New Year's.
0: So it was kind of this unfortunate accident where yeah. I had already done the rolling papers in black and gold, and mm-hmm. then I wanted to switch up the colors, so I did red and gold, just that looks cool. But right. red and gold is the colors of Chinese New Year's. So that combined with the kind of Chinese-Japanese-style lettering... I mean, him,
2: like... Basically what his friend was basically saying was you're basically putting out something that looks like a Chinese product and you're not Chinese you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're a white guy. You're a white guy putting out a Chinese product and I understand I understand uh I understand what he's saying. I don't necessarily agree with a hundred percent of things, you know what I mean? But I don't necessarily have to agree with it to understand it to well, I'll-
0: after I did that, of all the, ignoring all the shit white people had to say, yeah. of all Asian, Asian American, people of Asian descent, people that hit me up, I would say 75 to 80% of them said they either saw no issue with it, or they yeah. thought it was cool, or they could see it was a part of influence or whatever. Yeah, And that was this, uh, you know, 25 to 30% amount of people that were like, hey, you know what, I always felt a little bit uncomfortable about this. And I really appreciate you like saying something. Yeah. For me, it's like, all right, I don't feel bad about doing it because clearly it wasn't overwhelmingly thought as fucked up. But if there's a segment of people that are bombed on it, I'm They're happy bummed. to switch. up You know, right? And no like, loss
1: to you. It's not going to kill right. your bank account, right? Yeah. It's
0: not going to kill anything. You know? an artist, I'm a designer. It's my job to solve problems. Like, yeah. So that being said, I have a new letter set that I'm working on, or I worked on. I've already I'm got product coming out with it. That's the same concept of sigils. So, you know, taking a word, taking the English word, taking the letters, making a uh, character out of it. And for that, I wasn't looking at Japanese or any Asian or any other real language. I was looking at like magic symbols and then just like m- my own creativity. Right. So whatever that, if someone wants to come and say, oh, that looks like language or whatever then i will defend it and be like no like everything looks like something this came from my brain yeah i'm not appropriate everything and this is where i will draw the line as far as like you know what's okay not okay to use well it's
2: like uh it's 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 that fine line of appropriating and respecting and honoring you know what i mean like uh, not as like honoring like but like respecting you know what i mean like and that's what i feel you were doing you were like this is cool. There was no ill intent to it, but for sure. But, but it, even
0: it, even be, still, yeah. like you know, regardless of the intent, like there it is came across, across like this, yeah, of this happening, you know. And as someone that you know tries to be aware of that, and also is like branding myself as like the brand of like anarchism and like empathy and all this, and like I better be true to my word, you know, yeah, yeah. And Again, like, you know, the only people that were negative about it were the weird, like, trolls that were like, oh, you gave in to the PC warriors. Right. Fuck those No, man, like, I took a challenge to be the most empathetic I could be, to be the most, like, understanding I could be of people's concerns. And it's another just, like, thing that's no skin off my neck to, like... Right. And it's
1: from a friend. It's from a friend. (laughs)
0: You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I get that. And And I'm generally, I'm generally a guy that's like, ah, fuck you. Like, I don't fuck. who's got time for that. I'm not, you know, me, my intentions, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm not unreasonable, but I am the guy that's like, ah, you know what? I fucking everyone's got feelings. Obviously I don't want to disrespect the culture, but you know, coloring on a fucking, you know, rolling papers. But when it's from a friend and it's done right and it's done well, and you have the opportunity to change it, you know what I mean? Then there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. You know what I mean?
0: Like, And I, that's the only thing I regret is that, like, the, like, statement I made was very, like, you know, I I, I think I phrased everything well, but it came off very, like, cold, and I wish I'd made it clear right. that, like, it wasn't just, like, some, like, random, like, social justice person threatening to cancel me or something. This was, like, right. an old that, like, came at me with, like, genuine concerns. Right. Someone who, like... And there's nothing wrong with that. I
1: mean... <laughs> right. You know, because a lot of your images are based in, like, you know, it seems like I said, you know, I said Maoist earlier, but I just, because it's that crazy, like, Rambo military fucking, like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what it, you know, it does skirt on the lines of Asian culture, you know, whether it's fucking Japanese or Chinese or whatever, you know? So, you have to navigate that as best you can, you know?
0: Right, Or I think that the, you know, I think the line for him particularly came from the actual lettering, because, like, listen, you, you know, no one's arguing that you shouldn't be influenced by different cultures and shit right. like that. But it's like to particularly like take an element where you're it's like part of the traditional yeah. culture. You know, this is like something that's even very articulate, you know, but it's like mm-hmm. a feeling you have, like where yeah. like is this someone that's clearly influenced by Asian culture or is this like fake Asian culture? Right, you know, right. Right, right. and, and it's there cool, are
1: those mistakes, you know what I mean? Like, you see like, versions of that all the time, you know what I mean? Like, even when, like, you saw Nancy Pelosi and all those chicks in the African garb, and you're like, you know they were trying to do something right, and it's like, you picked the the wrong colors! (laughs) Right.
0: And I think, most importantly, you know, there's no weakness in, like, being able to, like, that's if, when you're wrong or being able to change or having your mind changed or whatever like yeah and
1: that's, god forbid you fucking change your mind you know what i mean like well, don't learn what, anything around here you know yeah what,
2: what, what, what i've been like uh it's okay to go to bed thinking differently than the way you woke up right. if you learned something you know what i mean it's okay to learn like right. the whole point is to fucking keep learning you well, know that's what, I mean? what scares like, me about, about the pc side
1: is You know, the PC side is, like, they don't want you to learn. They just want you to be done. You know what I mean? mean, But also, the other side's gross, too. So, you
0: know, it's like. I mean, mean, they're they're limits of exactly what they, you know, believe and all that. But I think, you know, particularly as, like, a white dude, it's, like, there's a lot of stuff that's, like, ingrained in you that you're going to be defensive of. And it's, just listen. Even if you don't agree Mm -hmm. or, like, decide, like, agree with it, like, there's nothing wrong in just, like, shutting up and listening and like you know honestly like the more you can like let go of your ego like the happier you're gonna be 100% dude and if if someone came out with me with a concern about my art that I didn't that I like reflected on and didn't agree with then I would change it and I would defend it but if I can like reflect on it and understand their position and it's like no skin off me to just like change this thing then like nobody's hurt
2: you know yeah this was right
0: this was never my
2: intention, but I can
0: understand what they're saying.
2: Right. For that, that, I'm going to move on. Even the
0: the people people that are uncomfortable with it, it, no one had anything bad to say. The only people that had anything bad to say were the, like, trolls that thought I was, like... They're going to always
1: have something to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not interested in in selling my artwork to those people anyway. It's crazy that we live in a time
2: where you have to... Defend uh, explain empathy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's yeah, yeah. like, hey, look, like, yeah. look, like, 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 you know, I didn't see it like that, but someone brought it to my attention and holy shit, I see it like that now. Yeah. And yeah, and you know what, guess what? Guess what? I'm gonna change. I'm gonna yeah. change. I'm sorry, people are like, you fucking pussy, you fucking pussy. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm hurting someone. Like
0: yeah. uh, God well, I mean, with punk, there's this like you know ingrained you know aspect of like shock and awe and like offending or whatever but like yeah. you know that changes like mm-hmm. what that means and who does that mean to and like mm-hmm. just being like offensive for offensive sake or being used as an excuse to like be a dickhead to whoever you want like that's not really like that punk that's just kind of being the average american asshole it's being a fucking yeah. asshole
1: it's, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's, exactly. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a slippery road you know what i mean it's just so funny because it's like you think about sex pistols wearing swastikas and this and that and fucking... Obviously, it could never happen. Well, I mean, I guess it could happen, but... You know, that it's like the lo- The bar for being offended has gotten so low, it's like... Well, I
2: mean, but the thing what, is now... What, now what,
1: what, what happened, dude? You
2: know? Well, it's like, yeah, pretty,
1: pretty clear cut. You can punch Nazis. It's not a fucking problem. You know what I mean? That was like, always it a, no problem. It actually is but a now problem. problem. It's now it's even like, whoa, man. what? You? <laughs> it's like, dude when did punching Nazis be a fucking problem? Right. You know what
0: I mean? Like, I mean, I th- yeah, I mean, now you're to get this whole, like, generation rift, you know, or, like, you're having people come from, like, like, even, like, you know, I think you guys are a couple years older than me, like, mm-hmm. but I started going to shows in the late 90s, and I saw some, like, pretty gnarly and sketchy shit where, like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm happy things are the way they are now, you know? And, yeah. like, the light years coming from that, let alone, I'm sure, the 80s, but I don't blame some, like, young-ass trans kid who's, like, been fucked with their whole life and then they hear about punk and they're like this yeah. is supposed to be a safe space for the freaks and the alt and like people yeah. and then they come and then there's still some fucking jock dickhead like saying like some like shit you know calling them so a fag
1: yeah exactly yeah right. exactly. It's, yeah. It's
0: like, fucking, ar- aren't these people that found punk in the first place like yeah yeah, yeah yeah
2: like well me me and me and my friends a couple of us we say you know we've been punk since we've been punk since punk was hey
0: faggot you know yeah, yeah exactly we, uh, yep yep that's us uh-huh. getting you know just like what getting you know call that constantly you know yeah, yeah. i think we were probably
1: the last generation that like it was actually still kind of like whoa look at those guys you know what i mean yeah. or whatever like it could it was it was still kind of counterculture i think probably your generation it was probably the last fucking ones where it wasn't a hot topic deal and now it's a part of being 13 you know what I mean? Now it's fucking it's built into the DNA of, you know, just you're, you're a punk rocker from the time you're twelve to you know, right. sixteen or whatever, you know. Um, whether you carry it on for life or not is a different animal, you know. I like,
0: mean, I think wild. that the nice thing about like our kind of generation is that kind of we've been able to like grow and age with it better, you know, where you can have that this balance so. like I can still live this culture and like be involved in all that, but also a either not be just like a totally regressed like man child yeah. or you know just totally drop out and become a normie yeah, yeah and i
1: think honestly you know something our generation has done pretty well is like the gatekeepers are gone you know what i mean like we that and, and obviously there it does happen you know what i mean in certain scenes certain things but a lot of the gatekeepers are fucking gone dude the doors are wide open you know what i mean and that's what i loved i love seeing kids like pushing the boundaries and pushing the limits and you know uh, my our bands, like, we would always find the young band to play, you know what I mean, yeah. and, and and try to get them on a show, you know, because they're fucking, their night playing at, you know, a 200 person capacity fucking club when they've been playing in backyards for, you know, their whole entire career is like, you just made their fucking night, and not only that, you made them, you realize that it's okay, you can fucking do it, and you can actually pass the torch to the next generation, and it's Hey, guess what? It's not going to hurt your pocket. You know what I mean? Like, right. And it's you know, like a lot of that gatekeeper fucking mentality is gone now, which I like, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's like, you know, do you want to become just some like dated band that, like, you know, was of the era you played in? Or do you want to have, be like a classic band that people like remember and like, you know, romanticize? And guess what? It's like the bands you see when you're young and first start going to shows that are ones that like stick with you, you know? Well,
1: and it's like punk was, for me, you know, I grew up a metalhead, you know what I mean? And metalheads are dickheads, dude. I mean, they're just yeah. dicks, you know what I mean? And, and that's fine, they great music. But what drew me to punk was like, you can actually, first of all, lyric content and all that, you know, I, I got tired of hearing about, you know, uh, women being ripped apart, you know what I mean? And <laughs> shit <laughs> like that. You know, Cannibal Corpse is great, but fuck, dude, how many times can you butcher a child? You know what I mean? Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, but uh, what drew me to punk was the fact that, you know, you know you could go to your biggest the most favorite band on earth and if you catch them in the parking lot dude like you can talk and you can fucking yeah. hang out and you can converse with these people and it's like you know meeting your heroes is usually a bad idea but like for back then i don't you know i don't know how it works now but you know um i always wanted to continue that tradition i didn't want to fucking blow someone off or you know what i mean whereas I, when i was a kid i'd go to metal shows it's like good luck trying to fucking talk to some yeah 27 year old fucking long hair who's. Wasted out of his mind You know what I mean That Yeah gonna Fuck th- about th- you kid You know what I mean Like Not to say all metal's like that But I, That was what yeah. drew me into punk It's like The fact that You could meet your heroes And you could fucking talk to them And you could You know And they didn't Treat you like a piece of shit You know what I mean
0: And like I mean politically Punk is more relevant You know Than it ever has been And like oh, There's yeah. a way You know The scenes that we're all Like connected with Could find a way to like Adapt and like Embrace like other scenes and like there could you know musically it could be like a whole new you know crazy renaissance of like mm-hmm. all sorts of crazy crossover shit you know well, but
2: especially now with like the accessibility to kids being able to make music in their bedroom oh yeah yeah you know what i mean like you don't need before it was like you need a practice room or you need a place where your you and your three friends can get together
0: now you can fucking email music back and forth i mean that's how we make our music you know yeah. it's all done in my bedroom, like, wow. and and we go to the practice space when so we need to like learn a song or like practice yeah. for a gig. But uh, as far as writing and goes, it's all done yeah. the home studio. Yeah,
2: that's the future. That's the
0: future. It is, man.
1: That's uh, what it is. My um, daughter is I'm making to...
2: beats right now on her fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to bail soon. I have a, Oh no worries, a, man. Well, let's wrap it up.
1: Where uh, can you give us an uh, idea? Where, where can we find you? Give yeah, us
2: tell us.
0: Stuff. Plug anything you want. Plug
1: it, plug whatever you
0: want. All right, we can follow Death Traders on Instagram and uh, check out my work at DeathTraders.com. You can check out Lotion at Lotion Multinational com, and uh, ToxicStateRecords.com. Beautiful, Sweet. man.
2: Sweet. Here, look at it. Let me show you that I wasn't lying. I am wearing. I know. Hey. Look
1: at my shorts came in today. Hell yeah. Cheers.
2: There we the go. Pie, Look at Trader. So much for having me. So I don't know what is. There we go. Yeah. But uh, cool, man. Well, it was good. It was good meeting you. Good talking with you, bro. Um, Pleasure. Take your shit. Thank you for existing and fucking making shit cool. Making punk shit cool. Hell All yeah.
0: Right. Have a
2: good Hell yeah, man. Smoke shit. it up. Smoke it up.